1: We kick off this week's episode of the Tech John with talk about TikTok and its new 10 minute time limit on videos. Is it time to move beyond passwords? We discuss efforts to get rid of passwords completely and if everyone should be using password managers until we get to that day. A social media star with nearly 150,000 followers has been charged with armed robbery after his very colorful sneakers worn while robbing convenience stores were recognized by the FBI in his viral TikTok videos. And big tech is playing a major role in the Russian invasion of Ukraine. Google, Twitter, Facebook, and Elon Musk companies are doing what they can to help, but racism doesn't take a break, even in times of war. We've got all this and more in episode 24 of the Tech John. From Columbus, Ohio, I'm your host, Rob Dunwood.
2: And coming out of Philly, it's your girl, Tech Life Steph.
1: And out of
3: Atlanta, this is Terrence Gaines, a.k.a. Brother Tech, a.k.a. uh, Another birthday. uh, My 14-year-old, well, she just turned 14 uh, just this past week. So uh doing birthday stuff for her. Uh she was uh old out about, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's out and about this week with her friends at the mall doing teenager stuff, which is, you know, kind of surprise not surprising, but you know, to you take taking it aback to the fact, you know, uh I got kids that just go to the mall now. So <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: have their own so, lives, don't worry.
3: Yeah, me yeah, yeah. She just so dropped
2: uh, me off, Dad. I don't need you to stay. Mm-hmm.
3: Almost, almost, she's <laughs> almost at that age. Um, I've got a, she's got a couple more steps to be on my level of independence. I'm one of those type of parents that's like, look, I don't want you to be one of these kids to where if something go down, you like, what do I do? What do I do? What do I do? I want you to be like, all right, here's what we're going to do. We're going to do this. We're going to download this and we're going to contact this. We're going to get on get on Uber, do this, whatever you got to do to get, you know, because I don't want you to be one of them. I don't know. Just call my dad. You know, I want you to yeah. call me anyway, but yeah. I don't want you to be like one of them kids where something go down, you standing beside yourself, not knowing what to do. So I got right. a couple more things I need to, to work on. Or, you know, I got her set up with her because um, before, you know, they leave the house. I'm like, well, where's your wallet? Well, I, I wasn't going to buy nothing. I'm like, look, right. if you're walking out the house, you need your wallet that has your money, has your cards, has, you know, whatever, because you never know. What could happen? So a couple of, couple of other things like, you know, um, apps, everything is apps now. So it's like, all right, mm-hmm. you know, like we'll order dinner for the family. And she'd be like, well, I don't want to do this. I want to get that. I'm like, all right, we'll go ahead and order it. Well, how do I do that? And I'm like, go on the, the app. Yeah. Put your order in, you know, you got to get so on and so forth, you know, just, just little stuff like that. And I mean, in, in a, in a grand scheme of things, it may not be a whole bunch of nothing, but me knowing that I've armed my kids with enough information at the very least enough information to well, something go parenting. down. Yeah. Yeah. But I've seen, I, I've heard and seen a lot of parents. Well, that's the where, problem. Yeah, right. So <laughs>
2: everybody ain't taking it as seriously, you know, as they, as they probably could or should. Right. So. so
1: I've, I've got two daughters. Uh, one's a lot older. One's a little older than your, your oldest parents. But when they were both 13, 14 years old, had to sit them down and make sure that you just like you're doing, it's like, you no, know, you, you can't be all over the place or this stuff. So yeah, it's uh, not
3: even, and, 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 you know, I don't want to give anybody the an impression that I, well I'm also, it ain't about race, but also, yeah, I got to have that conversation too, but just on some basic, you are your own person. You're a fully realized teenager and you're on the road to be an adult. You know, we've got adults out here that when something happened, well, I don't know. Well, what do I do next? And yeah. or who do I? It was like, look,
2: man, well, figure it out. It's that know. whole common sense not being common anymore cuz right. the kids have been fairly sheltered. Um, mm-hmm. you know, you think about, you know, Gen Xers, me as a Gen like like we literally, you know, lived entire lives independently right. of our parents and, you know, stayed outside all day Shoot. and, and, and in the summertime Listen, it in the was summertime, crazy. we had we had
1: full time jobs in the summertime, not, not necessarily going to work, but going to play. You was outside from exactly. eight to five.
2: And you had that key that you wore around your neck and you knew mm-hmm. how to get back in the house if you needed to. You yeah. knew if, if if you needed to go to this person's house and they went home or you could go to this person's house because Miss so and so could help you out. Like like no. kids just they don't have that anymore. And I don't and know, like you know, like prime example.
1: Went um, away.
3: Yeah. So uh, I was on Twitter today. And um dude was kinda he was trying to be funny, but it kinda sparked my whole thoughts about this. You know, he was like, you know, um sing now I'm I'm single single man out here and uh how come didn't nobody tell me uh you gotta clean out the uh lint trap in the dryer? So and he has a picture right. of this big thick bush full of lint. Right
2: before his house burns down.
3: <laughs> right, right. And my and, and he was trying to be funny, but I got thinking it's like, all right, number one. Um, you should have known how to do that if you washed and dried your own clothes. As a child. Oh, wait—that's right. You went from your mama washing your clothes to you going off and being a a person and got a girlfriend, and your girlfriend probably washed your clothes. Mm-hmm. Now you're twenty. I'm just assuming late twenty something. You no mama, <laughs> no little girlfriend. And now your house is about to burn down because you didn't know, didn't nobody tell you to, to clean out the lint trap. So stuff like that. You know, my yeah. kids, they wash their own clothes. You know, um, it's just stuff. It's just, it's just stuff. I feel like there's some things you just need to know in order That's to be right. a full functioning adult. And I don't That's want you right. to be out in the streets embarrassing me because, you know, <laughs> you and your little friends mess or something coming up. coming
2: back asking yeah. me every five minutes. Right,
1: right, like, right. You, right. Know, you go off to
2: college. Life skill type, yeah, 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 you know, yeah, questions Absolutely.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. Situational awareness. Just, just be aware of what's going on.
2: And then you think about the fact that we don't have home ec in schools anymore. Like we had, we had home ec. We had sewing. We had wood shop. We Mm -hmm. had typing. Mm -hmm. We had, you know what I mean? Like we learned a lot of this kind of stuff. You know, between our parents and and the school system, like we we learned
1: how to write in cursive. cursive. (laughs) All All of that. All of that. Wow, so it's, it's like it
2: is. It's crazy. Or tell time on a clock with hands. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's crazy.
1: So we we will uh, table some of this, and maybe we'll come back to it in the uh, in in the after party. So, folks, All uh, our
2: Gen Z viewers just
0: click away. <laughs>
1: Yeah, folks who are listening to us want to let you know that, uh, we also do a live stream and an after party after each show. And you can get access to those benefits by heading over to www.patreon.com forward slash the tech John and. Any of our tiers that we have set up over there, I believe we have three or four of them. Um, if you sign up to one of those and, you know, support the show, you get access to our live stream and also our after party where we always have some really, really good conversations like this, but often go deeper. Um, that all being said, uh, y'all, we have to, you know, get into a little bit of tech. And, you know, I just, I
3: just downloaded TikTok for the first time. Like this past week, because my daughter's turning 14. I'm like, let me see what she's doing. Um, so I had to uh, go and download a screen right. account and she was my first. I'm following you now. Be so. careful. Right. Be careful
1: because it's, you it's will addictive. lose an hour and not even realize you where will. it went.
2: It is, it is very <laughs> easily addictive. It's, it's a rabbit hole. It's, a, it's <laughs> a crazy rabbit hole.
1: So, uh, so anyway, TikTok, they have it's increased. Like They have they have increased their uh, allotted time for videos. I think they've gone up from three minutes. They've more than tripled it going up to 10 minutes. So the question is, are they trying to are they trying to edge out YouTube? What do you think? What say you?
2: Mm, I mean, I think they're, you know, they're definitely I think they're taking that that watch time model um, that YouTube uses to monetize a lot of its content to, to try to get more. I mean, if you have a longer video and, and more people and somebody watches it for a longer amount of time, there's more opportunities to drop ads in the video along the, along that 10 minute track. But um, so it, it's just about the money, but um they're not monetizing their videos and their ad content the same way YouTube, it, YouTube is so it you know i don't know if that they're going to be very successful with it, for that i know i don't watch very many 3 minute tiktok videos right now it has to be a super super engaging 3 minute video to make me stay for the whole 3 minutes i usually get through about 60 seconds that's about my limit so um the likelihood that i'm going to sit and watch a 10 minute video is very very small
3: um, yeah. So the ad thing was one that I was like, well, I don't know if they can compete directly. Um, but on the flip side, you know, a lot of the content that I've seen or the, that I particularly watch on YouTube is podcasts, right? Or, you know, people doing the video version of their podcasts. Uh, a lot of podcasters probably flock to YouTube because of the long form content. I was thinking maybe TikTok is like, all right, well, we're not going to go after podcasters, but think of all the, um, people where you do like interviews, one or two person interviews, you know, you go on TikTok, Instagram kind of does, you go live on Instagram, and you can tag somebody and then you can do kind of like the back and forth. Uh, I'm pretty sure those last longer than a minute, and 90 seconds. So maybe this 10 minute thing is TikTok saying, okay, well, we're not going to go after podcasters, but we do want people to have a more engaged conversation. Maybe they want to interview somebody and maybe 10 minutes is enough.
2: You know what I thought? Um, I, as I was thinking this through, I was like, it might not even be YouTube they're, they're going after because I don't feel like longer form content really lends itself to vertical video, except in the case of Quibi. Quibi was, was the ish. You know, I, I actually really enjoyed Quibi while I was here. For anybody mm-hmm. that doesn't know, Quibi was a, a streaming platform a la like netflix but it was all original content but it was designed to be consumed vertically so mm-hmm. they they shot these little mini episodes that were no more than eight minutes long you know six mm-hmm. to eight minutes long um there was a really good documentary series about lebron james promise school in ohio there was comedies there were podcast like it was it was good content it was
1: very good highly produced was very content
2: good content and i feel like i could see me TikTok going in that direction with these videos, because I can't see any other reason I would watch a 10 minute vertical video unless it was going to be some some very highly produced content.
1: Right. right. So you're in my head, Stephanie, because that's I was even going to say Quibi. Um, we did not have that in the notes. So we both came to that independently. So I was going to mm-hmm. say, uh, they might have some room there and, um, for I a couple of do. reasons. I think they have room. Quibi had the issue that they came out, had the content. They didn't have the people. They, they, they were trying to build the people and that type of content is very expensive and they just weren't able to keep up with it. TikTok Mm -hmm. already has the people. It's already the number one, uh, most visited website on the internet. So people are, that's not an issue. So if they get the right type of content out there, they probably can make that work. Um, but I think that they are probably, um, going after YouTube is, is a, is a strong statement. I don't want to say that they're going after YouTube, but I won't be shocked. If the 10 minute stuff works, if they actually give you the ability to turn your phone sideways and start actually doing video uh, in uh, landscape mode or would, even, have you, to be. Yeah.
2: Um,
1: you know, or even doing that, because the reason is that, as I said, you know, I think it was last year, the first time it was in February that they actually surpassed uh, Google. And then it was like they were in front of Google consistently, at, you know, by August and, you know, ended up being the number one site in the in the world last year. Um it, that's all generally on sixty to three, you know, sixty second to three minute videos. Yeah. So it's kind of like you know one of the things that they have that they're saying is that a lot of the stars, a lot of the TikTok stars, they have to go to other places to do longer form content, and a lot of them are. So it's like you. So we have mm-hmm. you here, and you've built up this platform, but because we're not offering you the ability to do vlog style content, you now have to go to our biggest competitor. Why not? Set it up so that you can actually create that content here. So my, my questions, um, that I would see coming from, you know, from, uh, you know, from TikTok, would they give another channel? Would they give another, you know, an- another way to go premium. look at this?
2: TikTok premium where yeah. you add you you add another little subscription level for this longer content cuz you you're you're going to lose so many people if you insert these long videos into folks feed I don't want to see yeah, them I mean you're going to see that yeah. scroll rate go you know no one's going to watch in feed 10 minute videos on TikTok that that's just not what I go to that platform for and I don't know that they're going to be able to change a billion people's minds about why they go to that platform to consume content. But a TikTok premium with, with Quibi like quality content, um, that, that could work. That could work.
3: Uh, I would push back against the only thing, um, TikTok going towards trying to get people to do the, uh, long, not long form, but the vertical, horizontal video or vertical. Is it horizontal? They're doing yeah. vertical yeah. now. Yeah. It's vertical yeah. 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 yeah doing ver- I think that is long gone. I can't remember a time. I just gave up (laughs) on telling people, turn your phone sideways so you can get 16 by nine. I know that's how TVs are, but most people are not watching video on their TVs anymore. Most people are sticking to the phone and they're taking pictures, you know, horizontal. So I could see, um, I would push back on the idea that TikTok is going to figure out to get people to do not only longer form content, but do like 16 the, the sixteen content. by nine sixteen by nine version because I think that's that's long gone. I think everybody's watching
2: pictures, not on mobile it's, it's, Yes, it's gone for mobile, and that was the yeah. that was Quibi's model because they they launched right before the pandemic and mm-hmm. their whole idea was that this is what people will watch while they're on a the train on the way to work or on the bus or mm-hmm. in transit mm-hmm. somewhere they'll watch this and they and that's how people consume videos vertically so um you know <laughs> covid kind of put the kibosh on that but i agree that you know mobile first is is not going to be some 16 by 9 you know even though i do still turn my phone to watch youtube videos and stuff like that i don't think tiktok is going to be able to make that work
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's really interesting. So, um they're, they're testing because I know they had in beta, they were doing five minutes. They actually released 10 minutes. um So, they want to see. So, as at say, the
2: end of the day, they're going to need to pay their creators better if they think they're going to get any of this kind that, of content. That
1: is a whole better. different so, conversation. They're
2: going have to pay their creators better because YouTube is given a 60 40 split at the moment. And TikTok is nowhere near that. Uh-huh. So you're not getting creators to, to put... come them,
3: off YouTube. Right.
2: And to put mm-hmm. the effort into creating a 10 minute... like It sounds like a, a little bit, 10 minutes, but a 10 well, minute video is a lot of content and effort. So to get me to create that much content for you on a regular, consistent basis, uh-huh. you gonna have to come up off some cash. And see, so you that's, that's another, another
1: good point because I wasn't thinking that they were trying necessarily to get people to come from YouTube and do stuff over here. I think that they're trying to keep people that are over Here from going over to YouTube and doing stuff there, just trying to keep you inside of their garden. As compared to, well, if I want to do a vlog, I have to go to YouTube or I have to go to uh, you know Vimeo or I've got to go to Facebook or some of these other platforms.
2: I'd argue most people on TikTok have YouTube channel. Like if you're if you're like a legit creator, you already have a YouTube channel anyway. So they weren't they weren't ever YouTube was never in danger of losing. You know what I mean, creators because of tiktok i think tiktok became this platform that youtube
1: creators could go to i think they were though because you know if you remember i think it was back in september october of 2020 that's when uh youtube launched their shorts Mm -hmm. and shorts compared to tiktok was pretty horrible initially yeah. But it keeps getting better and better and better. And what I'm starting to see is a lot of YouTube creators, like it's just easier just to do it here than to do it on TikTok or the stuff that I'll make here. I'll also put on TikTok, but they're now purposely making these shorts for YouTube just because they're already there and they're actually creating separate channels so that they'll have the long, for- longer form content in one channel and then they'll have their shorts mm-hmm. in another channel just so that they're not you know jacking up their uh, algorithm um, and, and their reach and all that kind of stuff, watch time, all those metrics. So th- you know, th- that's what it has me thinking. It's like, okay, well, YouTube, you made, you know, you started making this move a couple years ago. Now, okay, now here's our move. We're going to, we're going to move more into your area and just, you right. know, and like, because,
2: I mean, I, yeah, it's definitely that, that back and forth competition that they all just cannibalize each other's best features. Um, but I, 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 I would still say YouTube's probably pretty safe. Mm at this
1: point. So I, a, I, I will wrap this segment up with this. Terrence, just be very careful because you'll get up, look at that TikTok, <laughs> And you <laughs> think oh, you've been God. on there for five or six minutes. And then it, you look at your watch and it's like, I've been on here for 45 hole. minutes. You just don't realize how long you it have been, been watching. And it is, well, their so. algorithm is so good at matching up stuff. That is <laughs> just, well, you know, candy and butterflies for you.
3: Well, so uh, for the most part, I've actually used TikTok to not research, but, uh, find like different things that I'm into. And what I mean by that is, um, let's use example, February, Valentine's Day, you know, date night, right? Um, what I found, what I'm starting to use more in TikTok than in Instagram, which has the same feature, you know, I'll save things like, uh, I have a collection in TikTok called Date Night. And the only thing is in, in this collection is people on TikTok saying places, to, fun date night things to do in Atlanta. So mm-hmm. from that, I found a couple of different sp- things to where it's like, Oh, okay. I may try that out. Same thing with food, you know, uh, Atlanta night, um, Atlanta, you know, uh, vegan restaurants or Atlanta uh, lounges or whatever. So I'll say I'm. I find myself more doing research, lack of a better term, uh, on TikTok than on Instagram. I'm more just like scroll, scroll, scroll. Ha ha, that was funny. Like, uh oh, I'll comment, just scroll, scroll, scroll. TikTok, I'm actually like, all right, you know, uh date night in ATL and then all these TikToks and I'll save it to a collection. That's
2: all we're saying. Give
3: it some time. (laughs) <laughs> I'm still I'm still set on. I can't do another social media. I can't be heavily it's invested in another yeah. social media platform. And I'm trying to get back in Twitter a little bit more. But, you know, mm-hmm. as of the past week, <laughs> Twitter, you know, this whole World War three, I'm just yeah. calling it that, you yeah. know, t- Twitter's kind of turned back into, yeah, this is why
1: I don't want to be on here. <laughs> yeah. Tick tock is a thing. But um, I got to ask you guys a question. In fact, if, before I do. I want to tell you a little story. So I had a a, a really good friend of mine, um you know, basically family, who uh hit me up and you know, he actually is the IT guy at his church. And and it's not because he is an IT guy, he he's just the guy at the at this particular location that knows the most, else. that knows the most, you know. <laughs> So he's like, man, you know, um, this is like the third time in like the last year that our Facebook has got hacked. And I'm like, whenever I hear somebody say Facebook and hacked, I, you know, I first have to ask you, what do you mean by hacked? Do you mean that somebody literally has hacked your account or do you mean that somebody's got your password and was messing around in your account? Mm-hmm. And he's like, yeah, it's probably the latter. So. I'm like, so, so basically explain to me what's going on. Let me make a long story short. Somebody who has the password to their before
3: you, before you go, uh, before you continue, number one, are they getting paid to be the IT person at the church? And then number two, did this person contract you? To where you can send an invoice to where they can kind of help you resolve this issue. No, no, no. <laughs> this, this
1: was not that type. Um, I'm certain oh, okay. that he's not because I, you know, I know how small this church is. This is probably he's just, you know, volunteering to do this as, is as is right. everybody else. And here's part of the problem mm-hmm. that it's like, well, what kind of security do you have set up? There's no security. Everybody yeah, uses the same great. account to log into Facebook. And it's like, because so no, you're not getting hacked. This, somebody who has the exactly. password is just messing around with the account. It's like, acting up, yeah. so, and it's like, um, he's like, yeah, it's just, it's just easier. You got to realize the, the folks I'm dealing with, if I'm the IT guy, then you know, uh, you know how bad it is <laughs> for some of the other members of, you know, of, of this, uh, you know, this particular church. So he's like, uh. Yeah, that's probably what it is. Somebody has it. So I'm like, well, how are you sharing the password around? He, and then he sends me, he's like, man, we got a spreadsheet. So they literally have an open spreadsheet with wow. about nine or 10 different accounts and then the password, um, for each of the accounts. And then in the, in the third field, it actually has do not change or do not use. It doesn't if if you have to tell somebody don't change or don't use, then you probably shouldn't be giving them the password to whatever it is you're using. Um, so it just got me to thinking. Um, I know that Microsoft, uh, Google, um, you know, as well. And I want to say even Apple, they're trying to move past uh, passwords. Uh, you know, passwords are you know, they, they have been the bane for many people's existence for for many, 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 many years. So my question to you guys is a time. That we move beyond passwords to where we start doing, you know, more two-factor authentication, more, uh, you know, you, you know, you you have this thing that uniquely identifies you in addition to uh, your, you know, you know, an email address or a username or something like that, but it's not a password. What are your thoughts on just, you know, getting past passwords?
3: Well, uh, in particular to your story, uh, that's one of my biggest one of my biggest gripes with church, especially Black churches, you know, because I grew up in Black churches, you need, people need to take it seriously <laughs> enough to do the job. So you need to start paying people. So <laughs> that be my first thing. It's like, these churches, even if it's just like a couple dollars or shoot them an invoice or whatever the case may be, but that goes to the bigger yeah. point. I think we need to take passwords in general uh, more seriously, yeah. you know, uh, because most people still feel Hey, I'm just a little old me, you know, ain't nobody looking for me. You know, if they, if right. they hack me, all they're going to get is pictures of my grandkids or, right. you know, whatever, this little $12 I got in my pocket, you know, <laughs> that's the extent of how you're going to hack me. But people don't realize like the extent of what things that people can do. So uh, they don't take them seriously. So that'd be my first thing is taking your security specifically online seriously enough to where you're not to doing things like keeping passwords in Excel spreadsheets. But uh, going forward, uh getting away from passwords, um, that would take a long time because, again, I don't think everybody is technologically, no matter how easy it is, you know, like you mentioned Apple, they make it super easy. If you're if you have an Apple ID, you have a password manager and all you got to do is on one of your devices, go to a website, enter a password and automatically they're like, look. Let us save this for you. And all you got to do is click yes. And you ain't got to think about it no more. So they're, even though they're putting in a password, they're doing it for you, but you don't have to think about it. You don't have to remember what it is. And if you need to, you can actually go into your settings and then recall it. But I think it's going to take for people's mentally to like get to that point to where it's like, all right, no matter how trivial, no matter how many times I'm going to use this account, no matter what it's for, I still have to actually take passwords seriously.
2: Yeah, the idea, I mean, I, I think we, we do need to get to a point where we're thinking about some other mechanism for security. Um, I took a look at the, the article you posted, uh, with this question, Rob, and it's like, you know, 18 billion password attacks every year. It's like 579 a second. So, you know, that type of, you know, criminal, cyber activity is only going to get worse. And so, you know, passwords just aren't the solution and, and they, they can't be the solution because, you know, they're not going to scale to, to combat 18 billion, um, hacks a year. So we do definitely have to get away from them at some point. How that happens, um, is is you know and when the timeline for it I think is is a little further down the road than it than any of us would would care for but um but I do agree that passwords do eventually need to go away
1: so i would I would imagine that most of the people who are listening to us or watching us are probably the type who their their phone is probably no more than ten feet away from them at pretty much any given time throughout the twenty-four hours of the day. Um, I would say most folks are like that. I think, however, when it comes to the you know to people who have the most problems with passwords, I don't want to call them you know leduites. I don't want to say that they're like anti-technology, but they're just not tech savvy at all. So I'm I'm thinking about like you know trying to get someone to do two-factor authentication. It's like that might actually be more difficult than to just get them to just change their password. So there's there's those type of things and um the next part of this is that you know like what I did for my you know for a buddy is like hey you need to get a password vault or a password manager that you're using um where mm-hmm. you can share passwords without actually sharing passwords. Um and that you can you know you can control, you can see where passwords are being used all those kind of things. Um, uh, and it's not terribly expensive. You're talking 50, 60 bucks a year to be able to do that. But because you've had so many issues, uh, the problems that you've had are probably worth the, you know, the amount that you would spend for the six, seven, eight people who, uh, you keep recycling the passwords through. And it's like when, you know, I just know that if you have a spreadsheet and eight, people have access to the spreadsheet more than eight people have access to the spreadsheet there's 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 more than that so that that, that's how the passwords are like i said you're not getting hacked it's just somebody who knows the account you know um password is logging in um you know this is a true story my mother-in-law she was saying i keep getting hacked it's like no you're not getting hacked you know it's another family member that's messing with you because you won't change your password now that other family member might have been me but uh you know it's like You're not changing your password. You know, your your password is, is, you you use the same password on everything. Um, so for her to try to get her to use a password manager, I tried. It just didn't work. So, so basically I am now the password manager. She knows her password Mm -hmm. for her checking account. Has that committed to memory? She knows her password for Facebook. Has that committed to memory? Every other password. Hey, son, how do I log into this? Hey, son, how do
2: I? is there is there is she logging into that many different devices? No, she's not. Point? It, it is because you could set her up, and then you know that type of thing auto populate. I know my LastPass auto populates like everything, so mm-hmm. you know I don't even have to worry about it. So you know, can you set her up with the
1: mm-hmm. with the
2: extension in her browser? To, to auto populate oh, and, and then it's have one even easier.
1: She doesn't use a computer. She only uses a phone and, you know, a phone and a tablet. I it would even be easier yeah. for her.
2: Like it, yeah, she, she, no, I mean, I don't know. It's just, no, like, not, like I said, I, just, I use it and it, it auto populates. So I don't even, yeah. and then if she's using apps, like I said, it, is, is she logging out of the, the applications every time? Cause once you log in once, shouldn't you just, well, not in your bank. Um, definitely not your bank, but like social media and different stuff stuff like that. Shouldn't she? Be
1: so like I said, it's staying in? she's good with Facebook. She's good. With, she's actually good with her cell phone company because she'll log in there, you know, regularly check her bill and that kind of stuff. See where she is on her minutes or not minutes, but on her data um, because she doesn't have like home Internet. Her only Internet is what she gets through her phone and tablet. So she'll, she'll check that. But we're talking about three. Um and for her, it was like, okay, well, you do need to be able to log in to this thing and you need to be able to log into that thing and you need to be able to log into the other thing. And my concern for her was that she was just using the same password on everything. So I took it upon myself. I, I'd rather you be secure and just be uh, because it's not like it's regularly, uh, you know, that she's calling and saying, Hey, how do I log into this? And she's usually not even calling me. It's usually, she's calling my wife anyway. And it's, you know, it's just when they're having their general every other day conversation. But, um, you know, I've been trying to get everyone that I know, Stephanie, you said last pass, I I've been using LastPass for years and I'm a huge fan of it. I'm not mm-hmm. saying that they're the best, but it just, it works. It does what it does. Super
2: convenient. Um, yeah, it's, it's super very- convenient
1: robust. So uh so you know I'll just, you know, kind of you know, start to table this, but uh, you Put know, should folks you know, like said, you know Shout out the LastPass if they want to
2: sponsor Detect John.
1: Or any <laughs> any Last or any last any, any any password manager for that matter. But here's my question for you. So and Terrence, you kind of alluded to this uh with uh you know with Apple. It's kinda of built in if you have an Apple device. Uh well it's kinda of built in if you use Chrome or use Safari or use uh you know Firefox, they all have I guess technically they are password managers, uh, but at the very least, should people be using these? Because my concern is the, is, is the person that has the same password for 17 different services. Um, One of them gets hacked and now all of them have been hacked.
3: That's the only way, in my opinion, that's the only way. Well, that's one of the ways people will start to see the importance of managing passwords correctly is when they get hacked again, it goes back to my old little old me, you know, I ain't got, I'm not of worth to where somebody is like, all right, let me go find Terrence Gaines because I want something specifically from him. And they don't a lot understand of people, that
2: nobody's looking for them specifically. They're just right. looking for general. For a whole. Yeah, yep. <laughs> if you have a bank of America account and bank of America gets hacked, your information is going along with the hack.
3: You know, and then again, it's it's not important until it's important, and mm-hmm. I just that just mm-hmm. goes with people in general. You know, uh, it ain't important until I'm affected directly. When I'm affected directly, Rob, if your mom calls you or your wife in the middle of the night, and be like, "Hey, this crazy thing happened, and now I got to go into all this digging and research and figure out," me, or I got then, all these charges
2: on my credit card.
3: Exactly, right. I got all these charges, and then you hit her with, "All right." Now we got to do X and Y. She's like, okay, son. Okay, son. (laughs) Yeah,
1: But this is, this is a media family. I got to take steps to make Mm -hmm. sure that that doesn't happen. Therefore, I literally have all of her passwords in my last pass. That way, if ever she asks, like, hang on a second. I could just, cause I I always have my phone right next to me and I can pull it up and tell her what it is. And, um, so that, that's my mother-in-law. I have an aunt who I was trying to get her to use, uh, it might have been one password or something like that. And she didn't like the fact that it was going to make her have a minimum, um, you know, a minimum security on the password. And I don't I'm think like, we're
2: gonna get a lot of adoption yeah, on password yeah, managers. I think yeah. that I think the password less society is gonna come when we really figure out the biometric um, mm-hmm. login to it. Mm-hmm. I like I mean I mean password managers are phenomenal. You know though if you know you know kind of deal, and the people that are gonna use them are gonna use them, but they're 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 not. Seamless, you know they're 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 very easy and the user interface is very easy, but they're not seamless. So until we can get some biometric where it's just like you know face ID and everything all the time everywhere, um people just ain't gonna do it.
1: So i want to end this conversation with this, and I'm, I'm, I'm gonna do that a, extra step. I'm gonna do a tease for our after party. I'll tell this story in the after party. I know someone very close to me who won't use uh, face ID because she doesn't want that thing taking pictures when she don't got her makeup
0: on. <laughs> <God>. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and y'all are laughing, not because you're laughing at my family member, but you're laughing because you probably got one to do the same thing. It's like, are you serious? This is the reason why you won't be more secure. It's like, okay, but I, 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 we're, we're going to save that for the after party. And we got to talk about this knucklehead that, uh, got hemmed up because he is, would, would you call this dude an influencer? Uh, you know, he, he's definitely he's got videos he that people have
2: following.
1: so he's got a decent following but you actually have somebody who is instagram famous who's out here jacking folks i
2: know
1: and just, just, and it's like see see this is this is why you know, I, I don't want to say that you know if you're a criminal you need to watch the tech john but y- you need to listen <laughs> to what we say because we literally just last week talked about who was it kenosha was it wisconsin, wisconsin? yeah that, that exactly out there telling on you yourself <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we just talked about really. this, but th- the story is this young man is, uh, as I said, he is Instagram famous. He is he has had, you know, some videos that have had over a million views. So he is doing all kind of dance moves and all this stuff with his face just right in the middle of his camera, you know, of viewfinder. And at the same time, he's out jacking convenience stores and gas stations like, and stuff like that. Stations. So they were able to figure out who he was because somebody saw his video and I'm like, I think that's the guy that's been jacking the, uh, you know, the recognized convenience store. they
2: his sneakers. Yeah. They, mm-hmm. His sneakers were very distinctive. Oh, yeah. He
1: had, colorful, super colorful. So
2: they recognized his sneakers and I think he, his hair was, was colored. So, you know, it was those little visual cues that it's it just like digital footprint. I talk about it all the time. I'm just like... They, I don't think people really understand yet the lengths that law enforcement are now going to or going to. Yeah, that's what I meant to say. Um, to, to catch criminals and, and, and how, how embedded law enforcement is in social media at this point to where that is, you know, a part, just a natural part of the investigative process now is to also go to social media. So I don't, I don't think people really understand that yet they really
1: don't no and you and you're saying like they're going to these extreme lengths. they're not we're making it easy no, for them it's like yeah. let's let's look up so uh so the guy that robbed you had purple orange yellow and blonde hair and he had on these super colorful kicks okay let's go let's let's go scan whatever we go scan to go pull that up was it him Yeah, I think that might be him. And it's like, bro, what are you doing? Like I said, I'm not advocating for people to get over. I am I am happy that the system worked and was able to catch this person. But, you know, I I say this, if you're going to be a criminal, American gangster is required watching before you get started into your life of crime, because all you need to know is that Frank Lucas got caught because of the chinchilla hat and the chinchilla coat.
3: Um. Well, and then that goes to popularity, right? Um, these people on TikTok, you know, regardless of, we'll call this a side hustle of my man, <laughs> I heard Jack and folks, right? You know, uh, that wasn't enough, you know? So one or two things, my obs- observations are one or two things, right? Number one is there are people who are still attracted to being popular. And the social media, the social media platforms is the new popularity. So regardless of what you're doing on your personal time, you know, people are still flocking to these services because that breeds that, you know, I don't know what it is with humans. It's, it's and,
2: living in attention uh, atten- uh, right, an right, attention Right. Society.
3: right. So an even though he was probably, do- really. yeah. So even though he was probably doing okay, you know, on his side hustle, you know, he still yearned for that popularity. Right. That's number one. Number two, Going back to the original story, like like Stephanie mentioned, if TikTok was breaking these people off a little bit more, maybe he would have took more time. <laughs> hey, to your be, creator's
2: nah. TikTok. <laughs> no, he, he wouldn't be objecting folks, right? <laughs> you, you was trying to rob a gas Nah. Dude, like, yeah. I ain't making enough money as a content creator, so let me go rob this out. <laughs> hey.
3: But if people were really like like <laughs> that that allure to where it's like oh all you got to do and you know you see them I see top TikToks all day long Instagram reels all day long it's like you know people pointing at the words mm. do these five things and you can make money on Instagram or whatever you know and it just flat out. That's not going to be the case for everybody. For, for but,
2: most people,
3: right? For most people, like getting into the league, you know, it's only going to be two or three percent of us. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you've been balling since you was five years old. There's still no guarantee you're going to get to the league. You know, so you got the same thing to where these people are trying, 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 and they ain't getting broke off. So it's like, all right, now I got to rob the gas station.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, you are definitely it's saying not that not tongue off. in cheek, and I want people to know that you're saying that tongue in cheek that you don't really. Yeah, get, it was expressed the,
2: by Terrence Gaines or something exactly.
1: <laughs> Exactly. Look, nah, it that bra was jacking <laughs> gas stations. They ain't have nothing to do with oh, okay. uh I, I am jacking this quote up but I remember hearing it um and this is years ago but it's like people steal because they're hungry people rob because they're robbers or something like that like, I'm jacking it up but it's like nah he he wasn't like trying to you know get a loaf of bread out of the convenience store this dude was doing armed robbery empty the cash register type stuff that is you know he he you know like he's he's now confessed he's not even alleged to have yeah. done this he's confessed to at least 4 right. of these armed robberies And I'm just thinking, it's like, at what point don't you think that your hair is like five, six different colors? Your shoes are the first thing people are going to notice because of how colorful they are. You did the robbery in that stuff. And you also are doing the TikTok videos, the days of the the robbery in that stuff. It's like situational awareness.
2: It's the lack of understanding about what your digital footprint actually is and how it can lead people to you. You know, I think people that are online, they think that the only people that see their stuff are the people that follow them. So, you know, however many followers he had, he's thinking that it's contained to, you know, that, that finite amount of people and nobody else is going to bother to look for him or be able to find him or his stuff won't show up, you know, for anybody else. But it's that lack of understanding about how your digital footprint can be used and, and, and. And how law enforcement specifically is now using it. And, you know, we talked about this before about the idea that digital forensics is now a, you know, one of the fastest growing industries out there. They're offering degree programs in it now and, and things like that. So the, the, the tools, you know, and the internet tools that, uh, police have are just, you know, f- starting to finally catch up to you know, being able to use them to, to, to catch people online and, and people just aren't getting that yet. I think they will eventually, hopefully. Um I mean I ain't trying to, you know, I don't want nobody to get away with nothing. So, you know, keep posting on whatever so we can catch mm. your you know, dumbass, but but people need to understand the idea of their digital footprint and
1: where it could lead. I was just like, really?
2: Yeah, it was yeah, what, that was today and dumb criminals. <laughs> but that's it that's all the people that be online holding the money to their ear. you know holding a stack of money to like as soon or as in something they happens with recognizable and police, backgrounds yeah, and <laughs> and need to figure out who might have done it they gonna start looking at pictures with people with money stacks of money up to their ear you know what i mean like that's it's the same thing it's the same thing
0: now's the time to save 30 percent on wedding jewelry only on blue nile.com
1: So guys, the, uh, the, the news that has been dominating, um, you know, since this invasion happened, and I think Terrence, you even alluded to it, uh, you know, early on in the show is that Russia has invaded the Ukraine. And I got a whole lot of thoughts on a whole lot of things about it. And I know we're going to get to some of that in the show, but there's a lot of tech angle. Um, to this, uh, more than you might, if you really think about it, you say, Oh, yeah, I guess it kind of makes sense that, you know, that these tech angles would be there, but there's a lot of tech angles to, uh, you know, what's going on, um, you know, in the Ukraine right now. So, uh, so let's go ahead and just kick this conversation off.
2: Well, the, the one thing I wrote down and, and highlighted and circled and, and everything else, um, if they wanted to, they would. You know, the, the way that these companies, these tech companies have mobilized, um, so quickly around the idea of, you know, making sure that disinformation doesn't get spread and making sure that Ukraine still has internet access and making sure, making sure that everything, you know, anti-Russia, you know, is, is, is eradicated from the internet altogether or, or at least from these platforms is, is mind-boggling to me. You know, and it just it just speaks to again, like I said, they, if they and I gotta I gotta read this one quote. There this was is one this quote. is
3: nothing short of cyber warfare.
2: <laughs> it, well, that's and I think that's what we you know that war is fought on those fronts. It's it's on mm-hmm. it's a physical front and a digital front. So you gotta you gotta be prepared. So I get it. However, mm-hmm. um, I want to read this one quote real quick from the uh, Slate article um, that we had. Though Facebook often parrots the line that it is a neutral actor in hosting content, these decisions and Russian disinformation before and during the state's attack highlight that platforms are not neutral ever in who they provide services to and how they design their platforms. So it's just, you know, you, you make that parallel. Um, to Black Lives Matter, to, you know, all these other different things that, that get shadow banned and suppressed. And, you know, the fact that people, you know, reporting racism get blocked and banned before the racists do and, and things like that. And it's, and it's just like, if they wanted to, they would. And I got to tell a real quick story because I think, you know, in that, it sort of happened to me today. I posted today for the last day of Black history. I posted this video, um, from this dude named Cashflow Harlem. Um, he took that, that DMX song, What They Really Were from, uh, and he made it, uh, Black history figures names in it. You know, we know he it Sean. He went Martin and Malcolm and da da da. And it was dope. You know what I mean? And it's literally just pictures of those you know famous black folks in history as he's rapping over them and talking about what they did and what they accomplished and everything nothing inflammatory nothing crazy you know I mean Rosa Parks picture got her her mugshot you know her holding her number for a mugshot but overall it's just literally pictures of people's faces black people's faces mm-hmm. and so i posted that and facebook put a you know how they put that filter over it saying it's a sensitive video
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
2: facebook Put the filter over my joint, like we we block we we don't want to. Sh- we feel like some of the information in this could be triggering, mm. so we put the. Well, you know what
3: that sounds filter. like, right? You know what that mm. is. That's that critical race theory, right? <laughs> CRT. I shared it again.
2: I shared it I, after they did that. I reshared it to my page again and put the caption this is giving anti-CRT right now. Like, honestly, because it was like, there's literally nothing in this video besides people's faces and black and and their names. It's not even like what they did or, you know, caused a riot or do, it's literally just people's names and black people's faces. And, you know, and I, I thought about that Rosa Parks picture in particular. And there's a picture of uh, Ruby Bridges, the little girl who went to the school, integrated the school in Arkansas, you know, walking into the school. So I'm just like, What about any of these photographs could have been triggering for for Facebook? Ruby Bridges,
1: she just celebrated her birthday. She just turned 66. You think this is like ancient history? Exactly. (laughs) She just turned 66. She's younger than my mama.
2: There's nothing, there was nothing sensitive about that video whatsoever. Again, it was literally just photographs of people and their names being wrapped over DMX's beat. And Facebook did that joint quick too. Literally <sighs> as soon as I posted it, they, I got the notification that it it's being blurred with this sensitive content warning. Mm-hmm. Um, like and so i don't even know if they might have been you know looking for black history month hashtags yeah of course know, hashtag of month. course so i'm um, just so and so again i go back to you know the idea that y'all jumped on this Russia thing with both feet on this bandwagon which checked uh, out
3: and at this one time it seems like a good positive Yes, right. righteous thing to do. Right. Right? I am happy right. that
1: they're doing so. I mean, you know, one of the stories here oh, was uh, Google until um, you know Google basically blocking uh, um, you know That's routes and stuff. Right, you know, right, Google Maps. Right, you know, they're blocking maps. it so that yeah. they can't use that to find out where folks are in in relative real time. And it's like, I mean, we don't even think about these things that we use every day. But yeah, Absolutely. they're they're trackers on you. So um, you know, there's that, and then that super useful. Yeah. And then, um, you know, I posted this in like right at the last minute because it just kind of struck my eye where, you and I'll just read it here. Ukraine takes the resistance to cyberspace, assembling an IT army mm-hmm. to hack sites from like Russia and its allies, calls on tech leaders to get involved. So they basically you've got the country officially um, is calling for hackers to do as much damage as they can. To the, you know, to the country that is attacking them right now. Mm-hmm. That is there's different. A, we, we haven't we haven't seen a, that before to where it's like, hey, can you help us, uh you know, you know, do these kind of things? And I want to be interested well, to see a, where this goes.
2: They started a telegram group called I.T. Army. And they it, I think that the last time I checked, it was like almost 200000 people were in this group and they're literally just asking Regular citizens to help with DDoS attacks and, and crash websites and, you know, and do that kind of thing. And I mean, like I said, I get it. It's, you know, cyber warfare. This war is war as heck, basically. But if they wanted to, they would. That's mm-hmm. all
3: I'm saying. Mm-hmm. If they, they, to decide, do they, do. they decide, to flip that switch on something else, on and, something and target else. a different group of people or target Absolutely. a different country. That's or,
2: all I'm saying.
1: Or, yeah. <laughs> I Take you. the
2: filter off my mm-hmm. off my Black History Month post, yeah. that, uh, mm-hmm. That's yeah. what I'm saying. I'm, I'm looking in the camera. Take the filter off.
1: So, mm-hmm. so I, you know, I, I, I'm glad that this is the last thing we're going to talk about as far as this story goes. But we yeah. got to ask a question, um, Poland. Why aren't you letting black folks in Ukraine yeah. out the country? So so what, I've heard, for, for what
3: real? I heard? So what I've heard is it's Poland's like, no, we're letting anybody cross. And you know, and you go to the videos and you see like the folks on the Ukraine side right. looks like they are creating human blockades. To yep. uh block these African students from oh, so- actually crossing into Poland. So it's all nobody knows what exactly is going on with the exception of there are some African students who are mm-hmm. trying to cross into Poland to get it They ain't got nothing. to Look, my name is Bennett and I ain't in it. They just trying to get to safety. And for whatever reason, whether it be Ukrainian soldiers or uh, Poland border control, they are not letting these kids get that's through.
2: right. That's mm-hmm. right. And they, they like uh, some of them have said, the actual Ukrainian people mm-hmm. have been very helpful, mm-hmm. but Ukrainian law enforcement and Ukrainian mm-hmm. military, you know, pushing them out of line, saying the Ukrainians take precedence. They, we have mm-hmm. to help Ukrainians first and, mm-hmm. and all of that other stuff, which defies U- UN convention for refugees, yeah. mind mm-hmm. you. And, and, you know, they, it's, it's just not cool. There's a hotels in Poland that, you know, stay, tell them, the students that they only cater to Europeans. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, you know, racism, Even you, you can't even yeah. get away from racism um, and
1: war. I, I, I'm, I'm not going to paint the entire country of the Ukraine, um, but I am going to say this. You're not going to find the Ukraine on a green book. Uh, you, <laughs> you, you, <laughs> no, you're just not. not. So not what was really interesting, it's not shocking, but it is interesting, is that, so you got these folks who, Two weeks ago, you ain't even want them in the country. You was doing everything you could do to get them out. You didn't want them there. You didn't want them going to your university. You did not want them getting medical degrees from the universities. That, you know, I'm not saying anything that's, that's, uh, you know, controversial. This is just, just how it is there. But now that they're trying to get out, now, now, no, you can't go. For real right. though? And I'm, I'm just like, that, that actually, that made me mad. Um, not you're only, not going to let these folks get to the safety. They got to, you know. Only-
3: and not only that uh, talk about refugees right this is a bigger bigger picture that i just caught my attention today and it's like look at that how that works right so on all this there's a lady on twitter that did a good job of posting a thread of how all of the different media outlets oh my god the
2: media are horrible the
3: how they are fresh. describing these mm-hmm. refugees and the refugees i'm talking about not fresh. that not just the african ones just ukrainian People mm-hmm. trying to get over into some of these other countries, Poland, you were wherever neighboring, whatever. And and they're 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 saying, well, you know, we just never thought that right. so, these so many people educated
2: get, and
3: and you're civilized. They're explaining they're, they're 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 making them regular looking. Uh, I've heard, Yo, like you say, European. I've heard trash. white. I've heard blue hair, blue eye, blonde hair. They're doing. They're jumping through all of these links to describe these refugees right. because they don't want them to be even put be in the same into. category yep. of a traditional refugee. And I'm talking about thinking just just what happened the earlier this summer, the Afghan. Uh, refugees trying to leave Afghanistan because U.S. was pulling out. They mm-hmm. called them. Oh, we we don't want to oh, accept them. People. Yeah.
2: It mm-hmm. was all
3: kind of pushed back to where we don't want to bring these people in. Think about the Mexican or the South South the Americans. The Haitians and, that
2: can't never get into right. you know Florida.
3: And think about all the South Americans that was coming up through Mexico trying to get into the United States. We had all this pushback, all these refugees, and all the mm-hmm. things we used to to how we. just... <laughs> to describe these people, I don't know. Is there something that's different? Maybe I
1: don't know. With, it's just it's, 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 it's just
3: amazing how these Ukrainian refugees yo, no. they are was, painted in a totally one, different light.
2: I watched one reporter literally sit, stand there doing a live stand-up saying you know we really just aren't used to seeing these types of refugees and i'm and i'm and i know i'm gonna get in trouble for saying this so why are you gonna say it and, <laughs> and anyway he's like i know i'm probably gonna catch some heat for saying this but these are educated people and these are uh-huh. you know civilized flies people, these, yep. uh-huh. i was like
1: no nah, yeah. that's you know i th- I'm going to go see if I can research and find this picture. But there was a I don't know what country this, uh you know, this brother that had a lot of melanin in his skin, but he had on some like bread 11s. But he was trying to get out from where he was. Mm-hmm. And that just tell you, it's like those shoes here are like three hundred dollar shoes. Now maybe you know because he got him you know they they may have been knockoffs or something I, I don't know but it's like you you look at this young man and if it wasn't for the fact that his city behind him is burning you would not think that he was anything other than a college student at any college walking around you know here in the united states so it's like so so yeah that that stuff got me i'm, I'm glad this was at the end because now i'm in my feelings on this but it's like
2: that's you, right you,
1: but but that's the is a war even I in a think. war we can't Get the same kind of treatment in a a war. But I think that's,
3: but I think that's the benefit of social media because people, we are, we just as quick as we are to, you know, argue or just as quick as to, you know, talk in these vacuums, you know, the ability to quickly Fact check and to quickly call out inaccuracies or just egregious things. Or just call
2: out bad behavior. That's right. And
3: just call out bad behavior as is happening. Not five years later, not mm-hmm. three months ago, mm-hmm. two minutes after somebody says something, we can actually flock to social media and get the truth or. Yeah. Maybe just not the truth. Just and hopefully t-
2: create some change, you know? And right, I mean, you right, know, we because- not, we, we, you know, I, I believe this is a unjust war. So y'all can go ahead and keep putting y'all flag, Ukraine flags as your profile pictures and all of that. But, you know, we can walk and chew gum at the same time. Mm-hmm. And we can talk about how this might be an unjust war, but also how. African students and other people of color in Ukraine are not being treated fairly during this mm-hmm. process. So and how those Ukrainian things, refugees
1: yeah. are being treated differently than regular those two so regular refugees. So you know, um, I, I knew when it started going down, and you started hearing about the tech angles that were coming out. Um, it's like, are we going to have to juxtapose how things are happening here as compared to, let's say, Congo? Or in, mm-hmm. you know, in, mm-hmm. you know, in, in parts of Africa. Where is,
2: where is Yeah. Are we, we, R- yeah, we going to have to, program? are we
1: going to have to call that out? And it's like, you know, and, and I struggle with doing that because I do want to make this point. This country is under siege. It's been invaded by a nuclear power. Um, and people are talking yeah. about how yeah. bad, uh, you know, um, you know, you know, Putin is doing right now with his own public opinion. I do know this. This bruh sits next to a button that he could destroy yeah. Earth multiple times over. So yeah. that is, you know, that is different and why we're not necessarily going to just go in and now, nah, you know, we got you, Ukraine. We're going to go ahead and push this back. We're going to do sanctions. We're going to do everything the way that America always does it. But it's like, isn't that the same argument? You know, as you know, couldn't you be doing this in, in Africa? Can you be doing this in Burma? Can you be doing this in other places? But we didn't have to even go there. We don't have to, we don't have to, we don't have to make a juxtaposition of this is what it's like here and this is what it's like in Africa. No, we could actually do it in the Ukraine. It's like they are not letting people out. And I'm like, mm-hmm. are you, are you kidding me right now? So that <laughs> oh, was, that was, uh, that, that was anymore. very interesting to me. All that being said, um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm with the people of the Ukraine that ain't keeping black folks from getting out your country. Um, I'm, I'm with you. It's like, you know, I, I stand mm-hmm. with you. Um, I ain't necessarily trying to hack anything because that's still illegal. <laughs> um, you, you know, and I, I, and I'm not good at that, but yeah, I, I feel for these folks. Uh, you know, I'm praying for them. I, you know, I hope that this gets resolved Absolutely. more quickly. Um, than uh, thoughts and you know, prayers. It, 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 thoughts, thoughts and, and prayers. prayers. Yeah. Yeah. And good way and, to put and it. And
2: two, um, Elon Musk is not only sending Starlink terminals. There, so the people of Ukraine can have internet access. He's also, uh, adding, uh, free charging stations at, at the borders of Ukraine and Poland, Ukraine and Hungary, uh, for Teslas or just EV charging stations as well. So, I mean, like I said, I'm not mad. And I mean, mm. he, you know, he did take those big batteries, his little battery right. company down to Puerto Rico when they had the hurricane right. and everything else, and, you know, so, you know, I'm not mad. And like I said, and, and I definitely don't want to see this happening. I'm, I'm, you know, it pains me that this is happening, but, but again, Two things can be true at the same time.
1: Mm -hmm. So just to lighten it up a little bit, have you guys seen where, you know, clearly the Ukraine is a no fly zone? Well, not clearly to some countries, not to India, but um, Ukraine is a no fly zone. So I don't know that regular people who don't fly a lot or even some who do, they don't realize how many planes are in the air at the same time, just because, you know, the atmosphere is an awfully big, you know, thing and you don't necessarily see other planes if you're not right at the airport. But if you were to look at where planes are in real time on a map, they are all outside of the no fly zone that is now the Ukraine with the mm-hmm. exception of this one Indian flight they was like nah we're just gonna go ahead and just fly right through the middle <laughs> <Maybe> <laughs> it. we got some place to be real quick we ain't gonna try to y'all fly running on this y'all so, didn't put in on
3: this gas money so so, okay. so it's right, funny right. so there are there but are memes
2: okay.
1: everywhere there there are memes <laughs> everywhere and they, they some of them are funny there's like one one is the funniest is basically like uh you know like it's a it's a red button that says divert or no it's a blue button that says divert and then it's a red button button. It says <laughs> just plow through. <laughs> I'm just like, and then it shows the plane literally just flying right across the middle of the, uh, you know, of the country. So yeah, it's like, uh, I remember what was it seven, eight years ago that there was, uh, some Russian separatist or something like that, that actually shot down, um, you know, a plane that's in my memory and I'm not a pilot. So I'm thinking that if you're a pilot, you probably don't want to be flying over a country where there's armed conflict going on right now.
2: And them pilots asleep. Yeah. That autopilot was on. They <laughs> weren't paying no <laughs> attention.
1: They was yeah. chilling. <laughs> so Tech Life Steph, I believe you have got a uh, a really good uh Tech John spotlight for us this week.
2: I do, I do. This one is about Dr. Michelle Johnson. And I'm just gonna read off her degrees real quick because this sister is like super duper smart. Um And I was just impressed just off the off the receipts. Dr. Michelle Johnson holds the following degrees, a uh, Bachelor of Science in Mechanical Engineering and Applied Mechanics from the University of Pennsylvania. She has a master's degree in mechanical engineering with an emphasis in robot mechanical systems from uh, UC Irvine and she got her PhD in mechanical engineering with an emphasis in robotics, design, control and mechatronics from Stanford University. Dr. Johnson is an associate professor of physical medicine and rehabilitation at the University of Pennsylvania. She holds a secondary appointment as an associate professor in bioengineering. Dr. Johnson completed her PhD in mechanical engineering from Stanford University with an emphasis on mechatronics, robotics, and design. She completed her postdoctoral NSF NATO fellowship at the Advanced Robotics Technology and Systems Laboratory at the Scuola Superiore Santana in Italy. <laughs> Currently, she is the director of, rehabilitation of the Rehabilitation Robotics Lab at the Pearlman School of Medicine at the University of Pennsylvania. The lab is affiliated with Penn's GRASP Lab. Dr. Johnson is also a member of the Mechanical Engineering and Applied Mechanics Graduate Group, and her current research focuses on using robotics to understand upper extremity dysfunction and recovery after brain injury. Dr. Johnson is also a a Fulbright Scholar. So salute to Dr. Michelle Johnson just like genius level type research going on there. And, and, you know, you just don't get to hear about too many black women.
1: Dr. Johnson has more degrees than at the moment. (laughs) She (laughs) is, she is loaded up. So, um, so we, we got the tip on this from, um, you know, Big, big friend of the show, Tom Merritt from Daily Tech News mm-hmm. Show, who uh, he was listening to, I believe, it was The Economist podcast. And she was on there and was really impressed and, you know, um, th- you know, through the, uh, you know, the tip our way. So, yeah, so I, I listened to a little bit of that, um, mm-hmm. you know, um, you know, podcast. This 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 woman is she she's impressive. I mean she she is doing the stuff. All I I just you know Dr. Johnson, if you hear this, just just heed my heed my warning. Do not be Joe Morgan from the Terminator Two. Do not build Skynet. <laughs> do not build a Terminator. We we don't need none of that. We we don't want you none need, of them kind of problems. We don't need none of them kind of problems. So, uh but no, she is well, she's doing some next late. level stuff.
2: She's well, thorough. I mean, yeah. I, I may mean, have to if... go check her out. She's at Penn. Um, and that's that's right down the street from me. So I might have to pop in and be like, let me check out me your research. Says.
3: Well, you know, that I whole know. Skynet thing, we are way past that. There's no one button, there's no one company, there's no one technology that 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 needs to resemble what Skynet was in the movie. When you just look at this Ukraine story, if they want to, if 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 things go Going the way they're going over in Ukraine and Russia becomes the target of the world. They could pretty much just block Russia off from everything. Block the you know, like you said, hack hack them, DDoS attacks, all the cut they United States is trying to cut off all their financial, Switzerland just came out of neutrality. And it's Mm. like, you know, we be chilling, we be sitting on the fence. But let us hop on off and cut off some of this account stuff. So all that to say, you know there's no I'm one waiting for
2: Boston dynamics to send them robot dog well, right,
3: right. <laughs> you know they cut off
2: Boston dynamics when you need a, a robot dog come on mm-hmm. man
3: <laughs> you, you can't google map Ukraine you know it's just like
2: yeah
3: there if there is a concerted effort that needs to be taken you can companies can come together and pretty much wipe you off the face of the earth and by taking your technology wide. away mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: so guys uh as we usually do before we wrap the show up I want to make sure that we shout out Our new patrons so we've got a couple um, There's Ross mm-hmm. Hanlon Who's supporting us And Wayman Wayne Humphrey um, I don't know somebody might know This Wayman Humphrey name,
2: name Wayman Humphrey that is my big brother Shout out to the mad Pistler he's actually on the chat right now As, oh, okay, cool. as pro scale models um, So he's been watching And, and became a new patron Appreciate
3: you, big bro. Love you. Yeah. you. I don't or have the patience customers. for the. I don't have the patience for those trains. I tell you that much.
2: Yo, the setup is crazy. <laughs> like if, you, if anybody, if anybody is watching that is out there, you know that is into model trains, and this is like just a straight shameless plug for my brother. Um, he has just this full. He has a, one a, entire room in his home is set up for these model trains, and just what he does with the level of detail and and the the weathering of the trains and this and the creating the sets down to the little men that work on the trains and and the, and the the, the cu- changing the color of the leaves in the fall and just like it, the moss on the tracks and, and stuff like that in between the the tracks it's it, it's it's insane it is absolutely insane so you know if you if you're into it or even if you're not into it it's just an interesting thing to see um Follow him at Pro Scale Models on TikTok. His TikToks are super
1: super cool. Yeah, we'll put a uh, we'll put a link in our show notes so people can get to it pretty easy.
2: Yeah, people. Are, it's I will say it's an expensive hobby. Um, well, not you only really gotta be you know you gotta have some disposable disposable income uh, on you to to get into it because it's it's a lot.
3: But in addition to that, I think everybody should have a hobby,
2: a thing that they and love. it just
3: be a thing. My mm-hmm. problem and we'll we continue we'll talk about this in the party. after show yeah but it's yeah. just you should have a thing and it not be trying to All right, just get how do i turn this into into a million mm-hmm. dollar revenue stream multiple streams of and passive. that's what he's it's doing like, yeah, i mean i
2: think he just yeah. likes posting the videos because it's just literally watching the trains run um but i you know it's just it's his thing and he enjoys doing it it's just it's amazing though
1: once again terrence that is the next level tease uh so folks who are not In the uh, live stream, um, who are listening to the actual podcast. Well, maybe next week you can actually join us up. Head over to patreon.com forward slash the tech John. That is the tech J A W N. And as I said earlier in the show, there we have multiple tiers over there. All of those tiers have access to our live stream and our after party. And once again, we want to thank Ross Hamlin and Wayman Humphrey for supporting us this week. Um, with that. Stephanie, why don't you go ahead and kick us off and tell folks how they can get to you?
2: Well, you can find me all around the web at Tech Life Steph, um, and check out my website at TillDeathYouTweet.com. Yeah.
3: And you can find me everywhere at Brother Tech, B-R-O-T-H-A-T-E-C-H. And if you would, uh, definitely check me out on my other podcast, oh, Snob OS Cast, where we talk all things Apple and then some. Uh, definitely check us out there.
1: And I am at Rob Dunwood on all the things we also have at the tech, John on all the things. And I want to let everybody know we sent our store live just a day Woo-hoo! or two ago. Oh. And we've already got folks who are, uh, you know, right there who are snapping up some of the uh, swag wow, that we incredible. have in there. So head over to uh, the dot forward slash shop, and you can check out what we have over there. Oh. And that's what we got for you for a show this week, y'all. So, until we meet in a week's time, we'll say, we always say,
0: peace. peace. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues